All right, it is Wednesday, 4-20-2022. For those who know what 420 is, happy 420 day. Not really my thing, but I get that it's somebody's thing. Um, and because it's Wednesday, not just because it's 420, it is also Blitz Day. That means we are taking uh, questions from phone-in callers over at the Blitz 997 with Loper and Randy. I, we are also continually responding to the Lawyer Talk Podcast Q&A series. And uh, what that means is if you submit us a question over at Lawyer Talk Podcast, I'll answer it right here. Yours truly will give you the answer, just as if you got on the radio with the Blitz, maybe even better because you get to hear it over and over and over again. And uh, what what better deal than that? Well, it could be a little better for me if you just uh, joined up and became a a uh, Patreon and gave us a buck a month. But, you know, short of that, it's a great deal. So, uh, well, look, without further ado, we've got Blitz right here, ready to roll. Here we go. All right, so the lines are wide open right now for any sort of legal advice that you may need. Steve Palmer joins us, and he's the man giving it. Steve, how are you? Hey, good morning. How are you guys doing today? Dude, doing pretty well. Uh, so Johnny Depp on trial against Amber Heard. Have you gotten to watch uh, any of this? I, I have not. I was out of town, and and I, I haven't followed it much. I've just seen like these little stills, and he just looks so miserable there as the, as the, as the camera captures him at that trial. But uh, short of that, I, I, I haven't been following it. Yeah, he made a statement going into it that uh, he warned the entire uh, courtroom that he's not going to sound like he does in the movies. Is that, that he has a different, a different pace of speech? He almost has like a British accent. Kelly brought this up earlier. He has like he's doing. It almost sounds like you know when Madonna was doing her thing, and you're yeah, like, he's from Kentucky, right? But he's like, good afternoon. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing, but it's so cool. I love him. It, I love him, too. I mean, like, do a British accent. I don't care what you're doing. I mean, if you were in his uh, counsel, Steve, like, what would you suggest? Would you say, like, maybe cut the accent out, or would you just let him be him? You got to let you gotta let him be himself, you know, because as soon as you try to fit. Now, there, there, there is one exception, and he falls within it. But as soon as you try to fake it, it, it gets exposed rather quickly. And I was about to say, unless you're, like, an, a professional actor, and, you know, he might fall within that exception. But even then... If he's going to be authentic, if he's really going to uh, tell his story, uh, you got to do it as yourself. And, and, you know, we actually work a lot with witnesses and uh, and even psychologists and acting coaches to get people to that raw self where they can they can tell the truth uh, without masquerading as somebody else or thinking you want to look like somebody else. So it's very important that you be yourself. Because everybody gets up there and you got to be, you know, if you're just the average everyday person and you don't do anything in front of people ever. You might be a little bit nervous to testify, right? Yeah, it's it's very nerve-wracking. You end up in a situation where you start thinking about what everybody else is thinking about, and that becomes this negative feedback loop that just repeats over and over and over again. And next thing you know, you don't know even the question you were asked, and you start speculating and you get in trouble. Uh, it's really too many lawyers believe in my profession do not, in, in the trial profession, do not prepare their clients for this. Uh, and it's very important that you do it. You actually get clients over to a courtroom in the hot seat and we put them through the the paces of testifying uh several times we practice it we get them comfortable with it because boy it's like performing on a stage musically or otherwise you you gotta you gotta be prepared for it otherwise it could be a disaster all right we go to line one with chris chris how you doing today you're on with steve palmer what's your question yeah is it uh possible to have your driving record expunged uh in in a word no uh, in Ohio, we don't. First of all, in Ohio, we talk about sealing records, not expunging them. But as a practical matter, uh, we'll just call that the same. Uh, you, we cannot, however, seal traffic records. Uh, only criminal convictions can be sealed in Ohio, and and not all of them even. Uh, traffic records, however, can be 
uh, sealed and it's um, or traffic records can't be sealed and you're sort of stuck with it. Now that said, after two or three years, it's the points typically fall off. Or actually, after three years, the points will fall off, and then you know soon it's in in your rearview mirror. Now, if you keep reemerging into the system by getting new speeding tickets, new drunk driving cases, new reckless ops or whatever it is, then you're just going to be peppered with it forever. But uh, the goal, uh, stop the bleeding, and then pretty soon people forget about it, even if you can't get your record sealed. Wonderful. Thank you. All right. We go to Nick here on line two. Nick, how you doing, man? Good. All right. We have uh, two open lines, by the way, if you guys want to call in. Nick, what is your question for Steve? Uh, yeah, I uh, had my car in body shop or a uh, mechanic shop on monday uh they basically raised my car up on the jack by the door damaging the car um i'm just wondering if there's anything that they can help me with as far as you know getting payment or you know what that process is well it's going to start with a request uh, um if, if it's true that the body shop was doing work on your car they threw it on a lift and caused additional damage well they're going to be responsible for the damage they can't just say that that was uh, not their fault if it could be avoided, and if it happened as a result of some uh, negligent action they took. So you would start with a request. You would say, look, Body Shop, you caused this extra damage to my car. I need to be compensated for it. And that could come in, in a couple different ways. It could come in just uh, pure money. You could go get an estimate from somebody else who's qualified to make those repairs and say it's going to cost X dollars, please pay it. Or if they offer to fix right. it um, themselves, you might take them up on that offer if you trust them to do it. Um, but they got to make it right. Now, making it right doesn't necessarily mean making it perfect. We can't wave a magic wand and go back in time and, and wish that our car were never damaged this way any more than you could say, I, I wish I'd never been in this wreck and make it perfect. Um, but we can make it reasonably perfect. We can get to the point where it is, uh, it is uh, reasonable in, the, in our society to have a car that's been, uh, the fender's been painted and repaired to the point where it's almost perfect. So you just want to well, make it sure. It's actually a it was a mechanic shop that did it. It wasn't a body shop that did it. I, I took it in for an oil change, and oh, they man. raised it up on the jack and damaged it. But I want to know, I mean, you know, who pays for diminishment in value? You know, they're not giving me any answers here as far as who pays for the rental car or anything like that. So I was wondering if there's any way, you know, an attorney could just take the case. I called you guys on Monday, but your office said they don't take cases like that. Oh, well, now, I certainly would answer questions about cases like that. So here's the deal. Um, you're going to, it's uh, the same advice. It, it applies. Start with a request to the mechanic shop that caused the damage. Go get estimates, uh, to repair your car. Go get the estimates to repair the car, get estimates for your, um, rental car and, uh, and then send them the demand to pay it. So you guys caused this damage. Uh, it's undisputed that you caused the damage. Here's what it's going to cost to fix it. Here's what it's going to cost. Here's the time it's going to take to fix it, and the cost of a rental car during that time frame. Please pay. And if they don't, then you can okay. go to something like small claims court and file a lawsuit. The problem with cases like this, from an attorney standpoint, is that it, it almost costs more than it's worth. And I, I don't mean to to diminish what's going on with you, but it's like you know, for uh, it's like calling a handyman to fix a uh, a small toilet leak or a full blown plumber. You know, it costs a lot just to get them out there, and it costs a lot of time, a lot of money, and it may not be worth it, but it's also something that the court system has carved out uh, for us as citizens to deal with, and that is small claims court. So um, I'd be happy to talk you through this uh, more if you want, 614-224-6142. Man, I was hit at a car wash, inside a car wash, and I have to get three estimates, and so I haven't gotten one because it's so daunting to get three. I'm like, three? 
I don't have time for that. What do you think, Steve? Uh, you know, three estimates. To if if you got to get the estimates, go get the estimates. Whether you got time or not, you, you know, there is there is this notion that you feel like, look, I've been wronged. I shouldn't have to do any of this. Well, you know, I can. Yes. We can operate in the should world all we want, but nothing really ever gets done in the should world. We just have to deal with the reality. And you know, if somebody hits my car in a parking lot and I've got to go get estimates and uh, and deal with these problems, well, I could say this isn't fair. And as my high school grammar teacher used to say, you can punch my TS card and um, uh, and that'll be that. But you know, we still have to do it. So get the estimates, send them off, uh, and get the problem fixed. It's inconvenient. It sucks. It's not fair, but really nothing is. Now, can you ask for uh, more in like your time and 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 damages because they're asking you to go to three different places and all this stuff, or uh, no? Yeah, yeah, you can. You can say, look, because of this, I was out of work for X period of time and I wasn't able to earn X dollars an hour. And all I would say in these situations is make sure you can quantify it and document it. So if you had to miss work to go get three estimates and it cost you half a day of work. Well, you can say, fine, I got your three estimates. Now, guess what? It's going to cost you uh, 50 bucks an hour that I would have made at work as well. Uh, and here's the documentation for that. So whatever it is, document it. Don't, don't live in the, uh, in the this isn't fair, you owe me more world without providing information, documentation, and uh, proof of what your loss is. And then you're going to be far more likely to, to get reimbursed. Yeah, people are going to should all over you. Oh, my God. I'll need another car wash. <laughs> all right, let's go to Chris on line one. Chris, it's Loper and Randy, and you are on with Steve Palmer. Hey, everybody. So, Steve, my question is this. Um, I recently got turned down for a job because they ran a background check. And when I was young and stupid, 2001, by the way, uh, something popped up. Something popped up um, from from where I had I had been involved in a crime in 2001 and it has always been my knowledge as an adult in Ohio that after seven years that stuff doesn't show up on a background check and it wasn't anything crazy like murder or kidnapping or rape or anything like that it was just a felony for yeah so generally speaking things do not just disappear after seven years now it may be true that the people who look for such things like employers and uh, those who would be interested in your background check don't care after seven years. I, I can't comment on that. That's up to them. But it, it doesn't mean that uh, it's going to be gone. So the only way to get it gone or to get your record uh, sealed is to actually file an application at the clerk of courts where the conviction happened and request to have it sealed. Generally speaking, nonviolent offenses, lower level felonies, uh, theft-related stuff, uh, those can be sealed. And the standard is basically this, the government's interest uh, or your interest in having it sealed has to outweigh the government's interest, whatever that would be, uh, to maintaining the record. And, and it's not a real high bar. We, we help people all the time and be happy to help you, in fact, 614-224-6142. From Yavich and Palmer, it is Steve Palmer. We have one more to get to here before we run out of time. Uh, this is Joe on line two. I'm sorry, Alex. Yeah. My bad. Alex. Alex, going once, going twice. All right, we'll go to the text for our last yeah, question. Yeah, okay, so uh, Leanne says, a man that I know personally has sent me a threatening email that reads, you are so effed. When I kick open that door to put to that piece of SRV, I'm going to really enjoy putting a bullet in the middle of your forehead. Yikes. Better call the police and ambulance while you're at it. Have your blump, blump son there, too. Love and kisses. Let the games begin. Yeah. She says, how do I report? Who do I report Guess this to? Coming. 
you got to go to the police. Um, this is this is something that you need to go to the police right away. I don't know if this threat is serious. I don't know if he's going to follow through with it. I have no idea. But you don't mess around with this. It's actually a crime. It's called aggravated menacing. You can't threaten to cause somebody serious physical harm. And beyond that, uh, you may qualify for something called a civil protection order or uh, an anti-stalking protection order or just some sort of order that uh, prevents him from coming close or requires him to stay away. And it, you know, you could say, well, there, you can have all the orders you want, but nobody's going to follow it. Well, fine. But if he does, if he does violate the order, it gives you a phone call uh, to the police and he can be placed in custody and charged with crimes immediately. So it has teeth, maybe not because he's just going to follow it, but because if he doesn't, you can throw him in jail or the police will throw him in jail. So I would go to the police right away. I would make a complaint, make a report and get some help. Don't mess around with this. All right, we're out of time. Steve Palmer, thanks so much with us each and every Wednesday at 8.30. If they want to get in touch with you, Steve, off the air, how do they do it? Yeah, go check us out, ohiolegaldefense.com, 614-224-6142. All right, another great Blitz session, another great Blitz Wednesday with 99.7, Loper and Randy. If you didn't get through today, no worries. Just go to lawyertalkpodcast.com and submit your question. I'll get it. I'll cover it. I'll do it right here at Lawyer Talk Q&A. Uh, and you can, if you're curious of all the other questions, all the other folks who have been fortunate enough and smart enough to send their questions to me, you can check out the answers to their questions at uh, LawyerTalkPodcast.com. And, you know, while you're there, you might as well just go ahead and subscribe because uh, you want to get downloads and you want to get notices of all the, the latest content that we're disseminating. Uh, so check it out, LawyerTalkPodcast.com. Now, those of you who've been following us for the last few months know that we still do the roundtable. We still have the long-form stuff going on where we take on all the hot topics of the day and give you the, uh, I guess, informed wisdom of Norm, of Brett, and, and Jared's on his, on the men, so he's coming back. And, you know, we give you all sorts of great content there. We bring in guests. We do, we do the fun stuff there. We do the quick Q&A stuff here. Uh, I've been also breaking legal topics down to make it simple. And like I say, everything can be made simple. At least almost everything can be made simple. Uh, so check out all the great contact again at law- content again at lawyertalkpodcast.com. So until next time, here we are off the record, but on the air until now.